Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. You are joining us here for the first time. I want to introduce myself. I am Richie Kayabiab. That's actually not my real name. My real name is Relizando Carlos Kayabiab. If you can't pronounce that, don't worry about it. You're still going to go to heaven if you believe in Jesus Christ. I'm one of the pastors here. Um, Pastor Mark is not here this morning, so I am privileged and just really excited to be able to share uh, the message for each and every one of you. So um, if you're a guest here, right in front of, right in front of you, there is a uh, Connect card. Um, anytime you get a chance, fill out those Connect cards because we want to get to know you and we want to pray with you and welcome you to the family of God. Now, if you're joining us online, online, we want to say hi, hello, God bless you. Um, I know uh, you guys want to be here today, but you guys found an excuse just to be in your homes. <laughs> we love you guys anyways, but you have a chance to join us next Sunday. Amen, church? Now, if you can't actually join us on a Sunday, we have another service that's happening on a Thursday. We have a midweek service happening on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. How many of you guys have been on our uh, midweek service? Is it amazing? Praise God. Hallelujah. So that is going to continue through the fall and maybe through the winter, all for the glory of God. Amen? Are you guys excited to be here this morning? I always say this when I'm about to uh, share the message. Nothing is by accident. Nothing is a coincidence. The reason why you're here, because God has something good for you. Okay? You may not feel that right now, but my, my prayer is that you will get something good and that you will run with it and thank the Lord that you actually came. Amen? Are you guys ready? Uh, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and open your Bibles to Matthew 25. Matthew 25, 14 to 30, we're going to read that. And while you're looking for that, I just want to give a praise report. Uh, last Sunday, if you were here, we had our baptism Sunday. 25 got baptized. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a praise. And seven people raised their hand to receive Jesus Christ, and they were going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Hallelujah. Another praise report. Um, we had an amazing day camp that happened Monday to Thursday. And this entire facility, this entire building were filled by little kids running around. I don't know what their parents are feeding them. (laughs) They were so hyper, but we love them anyways. There were like 41 kids, uh, um, you know, learning about Jesus Christ, learning about God's love. They were doing fun activities. And the one who led this is our uh, next-gen director, together with all our youth. Fifteen youth led this uh, day camp. Can we give the Lord a hand for all of them? Thank you, guys, for serving. And one more praise report. Last Friday, we started our Celebrate Recovery here in this church. And there were about, well, how many, 50 people who came? 58 58, praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a hand. All glory to God. All right, let's, let's read um, Matthew 25. We are still on our series, The King and His Kingdom. And today we're going to talk about 
the parable of the talents. If I, I, if I could have a subtitle for, for this topic, I was going to call it, You Got Talent. But it, it didn't make it up there. So you guys ready? Here we go. Matthew 25, verse 14. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money, to another, two talents, and to another, one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one with two talents gained two more. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's talent, or money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done and good and my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with five things or a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done and good faithful servant. You have been faithful with few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Verse 24, then the man who had received one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. You knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received back with interest. 28, take the talent from him and give it to the one who has talent for everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Let's pray. Lord God, we just ask you to speak to us this morning. We ask you, Lord God, to give us understanding. And we ask you, Lord God, that everything that we will hear is from you. And also, Lord God, that we would leave this place empowered, equipped, and help us, Lord God, to do the things that you've called us to do as we surrender to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you guys praying for me? I don't do this a lot, so I have to confess, every now and then when I'm scheduled to, to share the gospel or to, to preach, I'm a little nervous. Um, the last time I... I uh, I spoke, I, I came home and I was asking my family, how did I do? You know, and they were, of, of course, encouraging me, you know, dad, you did, you did good, you did good. Um, my, my oldest daughter said, um, uh, I, it wasn't your best, you know, <laughs> it wasn't your best. And I go like, what do you mean? Well, you had your points, you know, I think they got it, but you're more of a sto- storyteller. What happened to your stories? And I go like, I did share some stories. Well, just one, and I wasn't part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to consider all these things, you know, and, and I'm still like trying to. So, so, so what should I do? Because ner- I'm still nervous. And mind you, this was happening in our car going, going home. And my youngest daughter, she says, Dad, Dad, we've been talking about this since we left church. What's the problem? <laughs> and she says this, Dad, you have nothing to be nervous because you love to talk. <laughs> and I go, that's not true. And she goes like, yeah, you've been talking all this time, Dad. You did good. So pray for me. Does anybody know what this is? VHS. Does anybody know what this is on this section? VHS? They got VHS? All right, guys. You're correct. If you know that this is a VHS, it only means that you're old as me. Okay. Some of you, like the youngster, they have no clue what that is. This is not a book, and it is not a cell phone. Can you hear me now? No. This is a VHS, okay? And uh, they use this to record films and videos. This is before the digital invasion, of course. In this VHS is a video of me when I was probably... 10, 11, or 12, singing. You guys want to watch it? We have time? No, we're not going to watch it. No way. No, we're not going to watch it. Well, um, <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. So, so in this video, when um, I, I, I was singing, okay, uh, and I remember um, the event, it was during a, uh, a beauty pageant. Somebody invited me, and I sang in front of hundreds of students, hundreds of teachers, hundreds of parents. And after that event, I remember them saying, you did awesome. You were amazing. You have a gift. You have a talent. Keep doing what you're doing. I remember that. I watched this about two years ago. That's how long it has been. And I cringe. And I thought those people who told me that I was awesome were liars. Because I was, I was terrible. I, you know, I'm like, what, what are you doing, Rachel? Like, seriously? I, I don't know. I don't know. But could it be that they saw the potential and they were really trying to encourage me and they were saying, kid, you got it in you, but keep working. I'm so glad that I believed in their encouragement because if I had stopped, then I won't be singing. Then I won't be doing what I'm doing today. Praise God. Can we give the Lord a hand for that? I give all glory and praise to Him. So this morning, we're going to talk about talents. And, and, and in this chapter, the talents are, is money, but that's just a symbol. Okay? Did you guys know that uh, in today's, in today's uh, time, one talent would be equivalent to 840000 close to a million dollars? So if you're feeling sorry for that one person who only received one talent, don't. Okay? That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay? We're going to talk about 
um, this, this chapter, because this chapter is so important. If there was one story in, in the Bible and this was it, this is very important. This is Jesus' instruction, how we prepare for his return. How many of you get excited when you hear Jesus is coming back? Uh, I was expecting louder than that. Are you excited that Jesus is coming back? Woo! Absolutely. You know, because when we, when we go home with him in heaven, you know, there is no more crying, there is no more weeping, there's no more pain, there's no more death. Okay? It will all be pure joy. Everything will be made brand new. The Bible describes that the heaven has, has golden streets. There are like pearly gates. It's going to be beautiful. We always get excited when we talk about going home. I remember a song by Audra Adrenaline. Does anybody know Audra Adrenaline? Yeah? They start with an invitation that goes like this. Come and go with me to my father's house. Come and go with me to my father's house. A big, big house with lots and lots of room. A big, big table with lots and lots of food. A big, big yard where we can play what? Football! A big, big house. It's my father's house. That's exciting. It's easy to get excited because that place is going to be incredible, beyond our wildest imagination. But the real question is, are, are, are we ready? <laughs> we think we are. Maybe. But after reading this chapter, do you think you're ready? There's a lot of points that I want to point out. I'm talking a lot, and I am just afraid that I'm not going to have enough time to explain everything. First point that I want to point out. God called his servants and entrusted his property to them. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you are considered a servant of the Lord. Amen? If you says, Lord Jesus, I'm going to follow you. Wherever you go, wherever you lead, I'm going to follow you. Okay, the Bible says, he who follows me serves me. The Father will honor the ones who serves me. Jesus is saying this. Are we serving the Lord? That's the question. God gave us Something. He entrusted us with something. Okay? And what are we using that for? You may be here and saying, like, ah, nobody really, nobody really trusts me. I, I feel like um, I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. Well, well, God trusted you with something. God gave you something because he trusts you. Turn to the person next to you and tell them, you got talent. Say it a little bit louder, because maybe they didn't hear you. You got talent. There you go. There you go. Mind you, 
that there's three people and each of them got at least one talent, okay? And here's another point. They were given a talent according to their, what? Ability, okay? This is very important. This is very, very important. Some of you will be set free from this point. None of us are the same. We'll never be the same, okay? So stop comparing yourself to others. Some of you are stuck and you're not doing anything because you've been like looking at others like, man, wow, that guy is incredible. That, that guy is amazing. Oh, wow. If I could only have his talent, his gift, his ability, man, I would serve the Lord. No, you're different. That person is different. We're all different. We were all given a specific talent according to our ability. Say, according to my ability. So you have a talent according to your ability, okay? Are you feeling good about yourself so far? You got to. And here's the third point. Before we go to the third point, let's talk about these three people, okay? Let's talk about the, the person with five talent. It says, then he went on his journey and the man who had received five talents went a year later. No. A month later. A week later. Tomorrow. <laughs> it says here, at once. At once. Man, he didn't waste time. How many of us here has been following the Lord for many, many years, and we're still waiting. We're still asking, Lord, would you give me a sign? Would, would, you, would, would you just speak to me? Lord, w- w- what should I do? Maybe I should fast. Man, I'm hungry. Lord, would you speak to me? Well, God is speaking to you. Serve Him at once. Serve the Lord at once because he has given you a talent. Amen? The person who had two talents, okay, didn't go like this. What? He's got five? I only got two? I'm better than him. Lord, come on. You could trust me more, man. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. He was happy with with what he had, and he used it. He also didn't have this attitude, looked at the person who had one. How much you got? You only had one? That means I'm better than you? <laughs> I'm sorry. He didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't have that kind of attitude. He didn't also have this. Okay, this is, this is a warning. He didn't go like, he only had one? The, five, the, the person had five and the person had two, he didn't, they didn't look at the person you only had one? That means you don't have a lot of responsibility. Man, good for you. That means you can relax. Dude, I can't believe you only had one. Man, that means you can go on vacation, you know, watch TV for hours and hours and don't do really nothing. No. 
when I was praying about this part, God spoke to me. There are some people who think this way, Richie. Some people think they've had, they only have two. But tell them they have five. If you didn't hear me, some of you in here for a long time, okay, you have been serving the Lord, but you're in this cruise control because you think and you're convinced that you only have two talents, okay? But today I'm telling you, God has given you five talents. So you can actually do more for the Lord. You can actually do more for the kingdom of God. Okay? But we have an enemy who's always trying to whisper lies, who's always trying to distract us, always trying to take away what God is trying to tell us. But we're here today to hear from the Lord. And God is saying, some of you, as five, you can, you can actually serve me more. Aren't you excited about that, church? Hallelujah. I want to read uh, Romans 12, 4 to, to 8. Romans 12, 4 to 8. If you can turn your Bibles to Romans 12, 4 to 8. We have different gifts. I'm going to start with verse 6. It says that we have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use uh, it in proportion to his faith. Let him prophesy. If it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others or if it's giving, let him, let him give generously. If it's leadership, let him... Um, Govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let him do it with cheerful heart. And there's another uh, supporting verse there, 1 Corinthians 12, 4, 11. I'm not going to read that. But God has given us all these gifts and talents. It's, it's, it's in us, it's with us, and we're not even doing anything about it. Do you wonder why? The enemy. Yeah. It's the enemy. The person who had won experienced this. Because whatever, whatever, however you, you perceive or view God will determine the choices that you will make in your life. Okay? Who is, who is God to you? Is he like, is he like the, the, this man that, that he described, he's hard, he's harsh, he's demanding, he's, he's basically but a good person. Is that your view of God? Because if that is your view of God, then the result will be you're going to be afraid. Okay? But we know the truth. The truth will set us free. Because God is a good father. Amen? He loves us. He cares for us. He will provide for us. He will guide us. He will lead us. So what are we afraid of him? There should be nothing. 
You guys are awfully quiet. Maybe I should share a story. I'll share a story. When I was young, I wanted to be a professional singer. Okay? And um, as a result, I joined all the singing contests in the Philippines. And uh, I've won so much. And there was actually one year in, in my college that I was banned from joining a singing contest because I've won them all. Um, I don't really know if the reason why they didn't want me to sing was because I've won them all or because they didn't want to hear what I'm going to say before I sing. Because there was one time when I was going to audition for the show and it was just me and this guy and my dad was there and my dad was trying to encourage me. and He says, you're going to do it, son. You're going to get it. And I sang my heart out and they didn't pick me. And I was so brokenhearted and I, I was so discouraged. And we were driving and my dad says, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Maybe that's not the plan of God for you. Maybe God has a different plan for you. And he says this, Richie, do you know what a win-win that you could do every time you sing? And I said, what is that, Dad? Just share the message. What? Yeah, before you sing, you have the microphone, share the message, preach to them. I go like, that's crazy. They're going to kick me out. No, no no one's going to stop you because you have the microphone. Well, guess what? From then on, every time I joined a singing contest, my mission was not to win the contest. My mission was to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is so good. The Word of God says He gave us gifts because He knows we're gonna, we, we need those as a tool. It would help us preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen? So He's given us the gifts and He's given us the Holy Spirit. So what, what else are we waiting for? Everything that we need is in us and is with us. Amen? How am I doing for time? Good? Take my time. I don't want to get in trouble. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, Be strong and immovable. Work enthusiastically for the Lord, for nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Don't ever think that when you're serving the Lord and no one is noticing, okay, is that, oh, okay, I guess nobody really cares. God knows. God knows. When you visit that person in the hospital or that person in the prison or when you help that, that homeless guy on the street, God sees it. God sees it. When you give a person a call because you haven't seen him in, in the church, God sees it. Okay? When you walk in the street and, and, and you pick up trash and you threw it away in the trash can, God sees that.
Do not bury your talents, use them. I was actually praying about this. What really happens when you decide to bury your, your gifts and your talents? What, what, what happens? This is what the Lord tells me. When you decide to hide your gifts, you're actually deciding. You ready? To hide your purpose in your mission. Let me say that again. If you hide your gifts, you're hiding your purpose and your mission. And when you hide your purpose and your mission, you're not sure about your identity. You don't want to be identified as a child of God, as an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Kind of like Peter, when Jesus was being questioned, when he was captured, somebody identified Peter, aren't you you with, with Jesus? And he's like, no, no. No, and he did it three times. Let's let's not take that path. Let's use our gifts. Let's have a mission and a purpose in preaching the good news because we belong to Jesus Christ. Here's, Here's the other implication of that. When you hide who you are, okay, you're denying who you're serving. The Bible says, if you deny me, I will deny you. What are, we, what, are, what are we waiting for, church? If the worship team can come up. See, I, I told you guys, I'm going to run out of time. Everybody knows that verse in the Bible that says, the harvest is plenty but the laborers are few. I want to end with this one. Every time I read that verse, and and some of you, if not all of you, think this way, I always think, man, there's so many people that needs to be reached. There's so many people that needs to hear about Jesus Christ. There's so many people that needs to be saved. Man, we're so few. I, I gotta pray for more workers. I gotta pray for more workers. Lord, we need more workers. We need more workers, Lord. We need more workers, Lord. And then all of a sudden I I realize maybe there's only a few of us who're supposed to reach the people that needs to be reached. Let's say all of us in here are followers of Jesus Christ, amen? That means all of us here are servants of the Lord. We're the children of God. We're the light of the world, amen? Compared to the people that we're gonna reach out in the community, we in here are few. Turn to the person next to you, I belong to the few. Here's the interesting part. 
when he told his disciples that the harvest is ready, he didn't say actually, now pray for more. He said this, pray to the Lord of the harvest. Okay, you guys ready? Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send out the workers, the few workers, the few workers out in the mission field. He's talking to all of us, to each of you guys. The guy who didn't do anything, Jesus said, you're wicked. You're lazy. That's us. Because we think about only ourselves. I'm not comfortable in doing that. I don't have time. I'm not going to go. Maybe when I feel good. Maybe when I'm healthy. When I have money. When you think about yourself, only yourself, you become wicked. Okay? And when you're not doing anything, when you're not serving, when you're not using the talents, the gifts, the abilities God has given you, I'm telling you, you're lazy. You're lazy. It's probably for the next message. There's a reward for those who are faithful. And there's a punishment for those who don't follow. How many of you want to serve the Lord today? Beginning today? Come on, guys. Seriously. up how do we serve the Lord how do we serve the Lord by doing everything unto his name do everything unto his name lift up the name of Jesus Christ make every opportunity to lead people to the Lord. Amen? I want to invite you guys to stand up with your hands raised. Lord God, here we are. Thank you for reminding us of our, our, our identity, that we are your servants. We are your workers. Forgive us, Lord God, if we've been sitting around and waiting for a long time when we should have been out in the mission field doing the work that would, that you've called us to do. Thank you, Lord, for empowering us with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for all the gifts and the talents that you've given us. And I pray, Lord God, that each and every one of us will be filled with your boldness, would be filled with courage, that we will not be afraid. You said, you have not given a spirit of fear, but of power. Power to share the gospel. Power to pray for the sick. Power to forgive. Power to ask for forgiveness. You've given us the spirit of love, Lord, to love you, to love our enemies, to love the people and self-control to choose 
to obey, to choose to live a life, a righteous life, a holy life by grace through your spirit. And so, Lord God, use us. Here we are. Present ourselves to you. Give us every opportunity to lift up your name so more people will hear about you that they too will be saved. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap of praise. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 